IT leaders have no shortage of priorities to balance as they position their organizations for resiliency and growth. And one of the hot spots for growth and transformation is the edge. Hi, everybody. Jim Malone with IDG here, and welcome to this podcast series sponsored by Lumen Technologies. Today, our focus is on edge and security. And joining us is Beth Kohler, Beth's Senior Director of Product Management for Global Security Products at Lumen. Hi, Beth. Welcome. Tell us a little bit about your role at Lumen. Hi there. Thank you. Glad to be here. Um, so my role at Lumen, so I head up the product management organization for our security services and product portfolio. And for, for people who aren't familiar with product management, this is a team who manages the, the P&L for our services. We're often defined as the, the mini CEO of our business. So we, we work with the engineer teams, the IT teams, customer base to understand what those market dynamics are and, and what types of requirements customers are looking for. And then we help develop them. And then we actually, once they're launched, we are involved in the positioning and the selling and making sure that we get the right solution and the right message out there that resonates with our customer base. So lots of different levers, figuring out what to pull and to get the most uh, success for our customers. Thanks, Beth. It sounds like it keeps you really busy, that's for sure. Uh, we, it keeps uh, the time. Yes, exactly. Well, let me set the stage a little bit here. We looked at edge security in our 2020 State of the Network survey against our audience here at IDG. And we found that uh, 77% of organizations associate edge computing with security concerns. So there's that. And then we also looked at edge adoption. And we found that north of 70% of companies have some kind of edge deployment either underway or planned, you know, in the near term, like six to 12 months. So we've got those two kind of um, counterbalanced trends that we're looking at. But let's start, Beth, with kind of the big overall picture. What's, what's driving customers to the edge? What are they looking for in their edge deployments? And what are some of the challenges that they're facing? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question because when, when people talk about edge computing and, and really what that means is just moving those workloads closer to the digital interactions. And there are a lot of different reasons why the workload may need to be closer to the edge. So the four main ones that, that we've seen, um, the first one is one I think that everyone talks about, which is reducing latency. And by itself, it's definitely a powerful driver. But what we're finding is that it's not really until those workloads compound when you start having thousands and millions of transactions compounded with each other, that's when you really need deterministic latency. So it's, it's important, and I'm not trying to, to minimize that, but, but often what we're finding is that customers are moving to the edge really because of three other drivers. And it's really the combination of these other factors that are driving customers closer to the edge. So the first one just being the economics of how they're managing their bandwidth, having to move all the data around, sending it to a central data source or cloud platform. I mean, just the, the sheer cost of doing that can often blow the budget and overshadow the value of what that data flow is actually producing. So if workloads are closer to the edge, it makes it much more economical. Um, the second thing is, is the physical locations and statutory requirements of what local governments are allowing enterprises to collect. 
So from a compliance and legality perspective, the, the physical specifics around where uh, customers are going to be and, and attracting that digital interaction is, is really important. Um, you know, for example, healthcare. There's massive amounts of data that's collected virtually from patients, and then that data is obviously personally uh, identifiable, so it falls under GDPR. So by a company having edge computing, that data is available to the closest source of that collection, and then the risk of interception becomes smaller because the data isn't having to traverse far from the edge. And then the last reason that we see is, is really sites that need complete autonomy. So some facilities are, are creating really new and innovative ways of how they're managing data and introducing business logic. And a lot of those are in production facilities. And with those facilities, because of the types of things that they're running, they, they really can't be reliant on a network connection or cloud connection, no matter how secure or redundant it is. So these facilities are so critical to the business that, that companies don't even want the potential loss or con of control or security. So as a result, they're putting those workloads on site to better ensure autonomy. So as a result of all of these different situations, there are challenges that are posed by edge computing and having those workloads distributed. Um, and there's really two main ones. The first one is just having very unique locations. When, when you look at Edge, you're, you're certainly running into a lot of unique locations, way beyond the cloud, very unusual environments. Um, these aren't corporate data centers, so they're often constrained in space, cooling, power. They have very limited IT staff and very scarce real estate that they really have to think about and have to figure out how to maximize. So the location itself is incredibly unique. Um, the second part is really more probably what we think about with the device vulnerabilities and how enterprises are protecting those devices. So the, the perimeter has certainly blown up. It's, it's been blowing up for years, but where the new pattern for edge comes in is just all the smarter devices, all the things that they can do, how they can be on an IP network, but still get treated and secured in, in a very different manner. And because this is more important to have visibility of all of these assets and who is accessing them. So the devices themselves are different. And then how enterprises are reaching those devices is an important consideration. So it's really so, critical to think about how your software pipeline can reach those devices, update those devices, and maintain visibility of that. So when you're when you're thinking of those, those considerations you just underlined, what are some of the... Uh, some of the advice that you would give, you know, the SecOps team or your IT leaders about how to uh, think about approaching mitigating some of those considerations. Yeah, so some of those considerations, I mean, it, it really is still rooted in the CIA framework. You know, I, IT leaders still need to ensure that applications and data, it's confidential, that it maintains data, data integrity, that it's available. So all the same concepts and considerations that IT leaders have been struggling with over the past decade, they still apply. It's just edge computing is just changing how enterprises are doing that by introducing new physical environments, new types of devices, and then new consumers of those devices. It's no longer just people that's interacting. It's, it's things and business process. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, Beth, one thing we talk about a lot in security is, is having some kind of overall strategy. You know, we've, for years, we've seen um, 
you know, point solutions deployed for security. In some of our surveys, when we ask about, do you have an overall security strategy? The numbers are surprisingly low for a lot of companies. And now here we have Edge, which is kind of its own, its own beast, so to speak. How are customers integrating Edge security into their overall security strategies? Yeah, so what, what we're finding is that it's, it's really this, this integration and convergence of IT and OT. So OT being operational technology. That enterprises are now integrating the same IT principles that they've had for security into their OT environment. So the lines between those two are, are, are definitely blurring. You know, when you think about an, an OT environment, trucks, forklifts, pumps, you know, anything like that, um, anything that's capable of running software, it's, it's all around us. Um, everything is becoming smarter and more capable of running more data. Well, you know, who is managing and securing that? And it's been people in, in the operational roles. They've been kind of thrown in, um, being able to turn on these devices, putting them all on a flat network, and they're all talking to each other. And, and the problem with that is that, obviously, that's a, it's a recipe for vulnerabilities, uh, opening up because you, you know, your IT and uh, IT leader would never put everything on a flat network. That's not what you would do in a corporate LAN or a right. corporate data center or a zero trust environment. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really what we're finding is that it's this convergence of integrating those two strategies, IT and OT. And your OT organization, they've typically been less sophisticated just because their capabilities are, are so new. They haven't figured out how to take advantage of all of these smarter capabilities. And as IT starts to become more in charge of this operating technology, the level of severity uh, definitely increases because it's not so much of, you know, when your email server goes down, it's, it's inconvenient and people get mad. But if your assembly line goes down, or your pipeline goes down, you know, that's a whole different level of severity and, and really just raises the level of importance of securing this. So it, it is a lot of the same principles um, that you need to do that you would apply in, in traditional IT. It, it, those principles also apply to OT. You know, edges have always existed, whether it's a desktop or laptops or terminals. Um, just the new element here is just the amount of these operational devices. So you, you really have to be thinking about this and applying those same practices. Um, and if you don't, you know, you, you will just open up your environment to more vulnerabilities. So really taking a lot of the same policies that you did on your corporate LAN, trying to apply those here in an OT environment. Um, many of them, you know, may not translate, but at very minimum, you know, taking a zero trust approach to to how those devices and edge locations are are being accessed. Yes, I wanted to pick up on that interaction between the IT and operations teams. That's significant in, in IT. And uh, you you mentioned, you know, IT is kind of asserting itself here, so to speak. What's important about that, in your opinion? It's important that they get involved because OT can definitely learn from some of the principles that IT has been deploying um, through organizations. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, the zero trust approach, the how access is being managed, how data is flowing through an environment. I mean, these are all things that, that have been traditional IT principles that they've had to look at where your OT environment hasn't really had to think about that. 
So uh, it, there's, there's definitely a lot that the OT can, can learn from what has transpired in the IT space. So that's kind of the big picture strategy. Let's drill down into the components. Um, what are the key components for a resilient edge security strategy, Beth? So I think the first thing to, to illustrate is that put your workloads in centralized data centers and cloud environments when you can. You know, it's not an either or a proposition. The, the edge is, is really there to complement the cloud, not compete with it. So where you can put workloads in those data centers, it's just going to minimize the exposure to your perimeter and your device. So there are reasons why workloads are being driven closer to the edge, but but you're you're still not gonna to get in order to get that security and the efficiency, putting them on your cloud or your centralized data center is gonna be the best approach. Um, now when they are on the edge, I think this is where customers really need to look at how they're changing their approach to diversity. You know, before when when networks are being designed, you know, it was okay for uh, a site in Chicago to fail over to New York. Well, with edge computing, you know, that type of uh, failover and redundancy really can't be designed that same way. You really have to design your redundancy with the same latency requirements as you do with your, your primary sites. Any attack on that primary site is going to slow down your application availability. It's going to create issues. You know, it may not be completely vulnerabilities and attackers may not completely take that site offline, but if you're failing over, to something as far away as New York from Chicago, it's going to impact your performance and that will have a negative impact on your customers. So, so definitely relook at what diversity means and the types of requirements that you're having in those diverse conversations. I mean, the other thing is, is plan for a dynamic environment. I think it's incredibly clear that what everyone's been protecting has fundamentally changed and it's going to continue to do so. So just plan for that. A applications are going to continue to move from the prem to the cloud and back again. Your infrastructure is going to be added and removed. And so just being able to plan and anticipate for those changes. So it's, it's not enough to design resiliency up front, but, but how do you design it in such a way that you're going to need to enable that to continue to be dynamic and get that active feedback loop so that as you drive more technology into the edge, that you have more controls to help customers manage their risk. And then I think the, the last thing here that, that is really important for a resilient strategy is just looking at the policies that the enterprise customer has and how they're incorporating others in that supply chain. So thinking about policies like business continuity, incident response, backup, access management, you know, all of these policies really have to be adjusted with the edge in mind. You know, the tools and the technology is incredibly important, but having these policies updated to include your partners, your suppliers, new modes of sourcing, you know, being able to include actions for, for those partners and suppliers and, and how are they going to act and be effective in response situation. So, so really going bigger and more cohesive and, and planning for that platform-wide um, outage or infection that encompasses not only yourself, but your suppliers and partners as well. Beth, I just wanted to um, double click for a second on the need you mentioned to be ready for change. I don't think we've seen such rapid change in a long time in, in the IT field. It's really been incredible. So I think that's a really key 
thing to keep in mind as we go through this. The level of dynamism and uh, just the pace of change has been incredible. So, Beth, before we go, I wanted to ask, I know that, that Lumen takes a platform approach to a lot of its solutions. Why is a platform approach important here for edge security? So when we think of a platform and we think of something that can be used to, to build and leverage different applications and interactions with them. So it, it really is giving companies um, a way to adapt to and customize to specific needs of, of their environment. So I think using a platform is important because not, not every consumer of that platform is, is going to be approaching it the same way. So not everyone's going to develop software the same way or have the same security preferences. They're all going to have different components of SASE that they're trying to apply to security strategies. So it's, they're, they're all approaching it from a very different level of experience and sophistication. So, so the key about a platform and why we recommend a platform is that when a security is part of a broader platform, it's built in. So it's not something that's bolted on as an afterthought. It, it's really built in. It's integrated. It's designed to work with how organizations want to use the platform. Your visibility is in one place. Um, being able to view logs, whether they're from a server or a firewall, they're all in one location you have complete visibility. You can see all your network connections, the data patterns, you know, down from the fiber to the cloud. So all of that becomes really important for Edge and being able to support that the dynamic nature that, that we're seeing in these Edge deployments. Um, and then finally, implementing you know, a security platform, it, it really does simplify it from the IT perspective. It, it helps to minimize all that complexity, give a central console to work from, and helping to manage all those integrations internally. So um, that, that's really some of the value that we see and, and why a platform helps put security data and workflows into that unified experience. That, that's really the key, the key benefit there. Beth, thank you so much. With that, we're at the end of our time for this session. We've been chatting with Beth Kohler with Lumen Technologies. Beth, thanks so much for being with us. Your expertise and insights were really interesting today. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And for more information on edge security, go to www.lumen.com. And for Lumen Technologies and IDG, this is Jim Malone saying thanks, everyone, for listening. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated in association with its sponsor, Lumen.